Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. You are locked on Panthers. Your daily podcast for the Carolina Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And welcome to this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast with your host, Steve Reed from the Associated Press. And we're going to give you 20 minutes of all Carolina Panthers news. Yeah, folks, we know the season is over in terms of the playoffs, but still some news going on over at Bank of America Stadium, where, by the way, the Belt Bowl will be played Thursday night. Uh, so that will be the last football game of the year, not the Carolina Panthers, uh, as, uh, as it was last year when they were headed to the Super Bowl. And boy, what a difference a year makes, huh? Uh, this time a year ago, Panther fans were just joyous and celebrating uh, the team's second trip to the Super Bowl, or the, uh, the route to it, anyway. And, uh, and right now, it just uh, looks pretty bleak, obviously, for the Panthers, who will be home for the playoffs. And uh, But we'll have a good draft pick uh, come April, but uh, certainly will not have a winning season. And uh, the Panthers have never put the back, back-to-back winning seasons together in franchise history. So certainly a year that ended in, uh, in, in disappointment. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at SeatGeek. Uh, SeatGeek, the best place to find seats for NFL games. Uh, very easy to download the SeatGeek app and register. I'll tell you how to do that a little bit later in the show. But thanks for our SeatGeek, our friends at SeatGeek, for sponsoring uh, today's show. But uh, over today at uh, Bank of America Stadium, uh, Panthers coach Ron Rivera uh, announced the inevitable, and that is uh, Luke Keekley will not play this Sunday against Tampa Bay. I think everybody saw that one coming uh, a few weeks ago when he held him out against the Washington Redskins on a Monday night. I think it's still the best decision for the Panthers, without a doubt. Uh, the head injury that Luke Kuechly sustained on November 17th was uh, was a traumatic one, and uh, it did not look pretty. And I'm not don't you know I, I don't uh, try to be a, a doctor or a concussion specialist, but uh, just the manner in which that happened um, was was scary. And I think you know in this situation there, there's no sense in playing him, and it's uh, it's a good decision, and I think they'll be happy with this decision next spring rolls around and uh and they've decided to wait so and i would not expect equally to play in the pro bowl that would be just ridiculously silly for him to do that um so another week with aj klein at linebacker but the panthers did make a couple roster moves uh defensive end ryan Delaire he goes in injured reserve as does safety trey boston um you know the team had called up uh um Kenny Walls to um, to um, fill in at a defensive end, and he has been on the um, the practice squad. So it's uh, it, you know th- those are moves that Ron Rivera says neither Boston nor Delaire will need knee surgery after the season. So both of them had injured their knee, but they will not need any type of surgery. So that's uh, that's good news moving forward uh, for the Carolina Panthers uh, this Sunday. The Panthers wrap up the season there at Tampa Bay. They play the Buccaneers. 
uh, Buccaneers still uh, mathematically alive in the playoffs, but um, are you know certainly struggling after uh, a tough loss last week to the New Orleans Saints and a, and a, and a crucial, costly loss as well. So, um, what you know, the, the Panthers still claim that they are going to uh, to play to win. Outside of resting Luke Kuechly, of course, but uh, Coach Ron Rivera says he expects that Cam Newton uh, will play. Uh, Cam Newton today did not throw at practice. Uh, the team rested him and rested his uh, throwing shoulder, uh, as they have done for the last couple weeks, as he has been battling that that soreness of that shoulder sprain. And uh, so, actually, the backup quarterback, Derek Anderson. He was not at practice. He was homesick today. Uh, Ron Rivera joked it's the byproduct of having young children, um, but he was not at practice uh, today. So Joe Webb ran the offense, the uh, first-team offense for the Panthers uh, in practice today, which was, uh, by the way, an abbreviated practice. Panthers were in a little bit early today. Uh, so you know, it, it's it's also a, um, a it was also a very sad day in the locker room as well. Uh, we would be remiss if we did not mention the passing of former special teams coordinator Bruce DeHaven, who was actually working as a um, special teams advisor for the Panthers this season. He had stepped down as from his post as special teams coordinator uh, back in the summer uh, as he was battling prostate cancer, and he had learned about the prostate cancer on May 15th before the uh, Panthers started their Super Bowl run. But uh, he... Um, he, he did pass away on Tuesday night, and uh, he has left a lasting legacy with the Carolina Panthers, uh, especially among the, the, the players who played for him, the special teams guys. Graham Gano, very upset about it, um, and as as was J.J. Jansen, the the long snapper who had both you know played a good bit for uh, Bruce DeHaven and gotten to know him pretty well. Uh, he was uh, loved his uh, St. Louis Cardinals. He loved. Uh, uh, his farm in Kansas, and um, he was just a well-liked, well-respected coach for the Carolina Panthers. But um, uh, you know, uh, condolences certainly go out to Bruce DeHaven's family after his uh, after they lose him to a battle with prostate cancer. Bruce DeHaven uh, died Tuesday at the age of 68. So, um, of course, as we said, the Panthers head down to Tampa Bay this week to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hey, the game may not mean anything, but if you're looking to go to the game, what do you want to do? Well, I'll tell you what you want to do. You want to download the SeatGeek app. It is the best way, folks, to buy tickets anywhere. The SeatGeek app is the best. You can look for tickets to any game that you want to go to. Find them. Go ahead and buy them. Purchase them, and you know that you are 100% guaranteed you are safe. You are not going to get ripped off with SeatGeek. There is a guarantee on those tickets. They always look for the best prices, and you will not overpay with SeatGeek. So, fellas and, uh, and ladies out there, if you are looking to purchase tickets, get away maybe for this weekend, download the SeatGeek app. It's very simple. Uh, SeatGeek on your phone, download it, and you go to the settings and Type in your code. Your Panthers code is LO Panthers, as in Lockdown Panthers. Type in LO Panthers, and with your first purchase on SeatGeek, you automatically get twenty dollars back. They'll send you a twenty dollars uh, uh, rebate 
for just for using the SeatGeek app. It's the best place to buy tickets, folks. You gotta check it out. SeatGeek is the place to go. And again, download it, download the app, type in the code LO Panthers. Go ahead and purchase your tickets. Best place to do it, folks. Best place uh, out there to uh, to purchase NFL tickets. So, uh, yeah, I hope some of you are going down there by virtue of the SeatGeek uh, tickets down to Tampa Bay. If you find it's a good trip, especially on New Year's. And uh, I'm sure there are a lot of people that purchased those tickets uh, a long time ago thinking that this would be a meaningful game. And uh, I think most of us thought it would be, and it isn't. Uh, the Panthers uh, fell short of expectations this season. Right now, 6-9 and nine going into the final uh, game of the season and um, just hasn't worked out the way the Carolina Panthers wanted it to work out, certainly. Um, but the Panthers will try to finish up strong, finish with a win, and, you know, Ron Rivera has preached that, you know, that it is important to finish the season with a victory, give them some momentum to carry over into the offseason, and then uh, on, uh, on, well on, into uh, uh, the following season. So, um, also in the news today, Cam Newton spoke to the media. Uh, there was a lot of questions um, about really wonderful thing. Cam Newton went and visited a boy who has been battling a heart condition in an Atlanta hospital. Um, this young boy, uh, uh, who goes by the, uh, the nickname Austin, he is he is a huge Cam Newton fan. Um, you know, growing up in Atlanta. And, you know, he is relegated to a, a hospital bed right now as he receives treatment for a heart condition. And Cam Newton took time out of his busy schedule on his day off to go visit this young man, made this kid's day. And, and if you haven't seen it, folks, I wrote a story on it today for the Associated Press. And if you haven't seen the video of it, it's really priceless because um, the boy just kind of looks at Cam Newton dumbfounded and then all of a sudden you don't you don't know what he's going to do and, and Cam's like hey how you doing and the, the the boy just embraces Cam Newton gives him this gigantic hug and just kind of won't let go and you know Cam says to him uh, oh man you know and you could just tell that he was kind of touched by this and broken up by this um, there's a lot of criticism out there about Cam Newton. I tell you, the one thing you cannot question with him is his love of children. I mean, he, he loves kids, and I've seen him interact, folks, and it's not fake. It's not a fake thing. He is, at, at, at most home, at his, at his very best when he's around children. And um, I, I've seen it through all his, his works that he's done, through the, the Cam Newton Foundation, the charities, and uh, the, the the Santa Cam that he does every year where he's um, uh, giving away toys to underprivileged children. And it's just, um, it, it's really, folks, it's amazing to watch the connection that he seems to have with children. And you can just tell. And he talked about it today again, not that it was anything new, but, um, you know, just, just how much kids make him you know, being around kids, making p kids happy is what he thrives on. He he takes his um, he takes his um, role with the Carolina Panthers seriously in terms of trying to be an idol, uh, trying to be someone he can look up to. And I know there's a you can argue that you know that 
hey, he didn't act uh, professionally after the Super Bowl uh, when talking to the media. Um, but a large part of that is the disappointment that came along with it. And yeah, sure, he does need to act, act better in those situations. But I tell you, watching him around children, folks, you can tell uh, there's, there's just a special bond. And he is... Um, that's when he's at his best. That's when Cam Newton is at his best. So I, you know, I say good for him, and, and going to make this boy's day—not only his day, but his whole Christmas season—by uh, by taking time out of his schedule and going to do this. I mean, it was a pretty incredible thing. And um, you know, the the family had it put it out there that they desperately wanted uh, their son to meet Cam Newton, and um, and he did get to. And you know, one of the things Newton talked about today was the strength of that family. And uh, Newton, being a father now, uh, talked about how strong the father, Timothy, was and you know how, how he just um, was there for his son, supported his son. And Newton said he kind of wrote it down in his daddy notebook on how to uh, learn a lesson on how to behave so, um, and, and, and how to uh, some, some advice on raising children. But it was a certainly fantastic uh, experience for the young boy and maybe even just as good of an experience for Cam Newton as well when he got that boy's uh, in, in incredible loving embrace um, pretty cool moment though you know some things you just can't script in life and this was just one of those that uh, that was just uh, pretty touching and, uh, and and really really pretty cool so uh, the the Carolina Panthers were back on the practice field today, uh, Wednesday, as they have, um, well, now it'll be countdown to three more practices uh, of, uh, excuse me, actually two more practices, uh, Thursday and Friday, and then they travel out to Tampa Bay on Saturday. So we are down to two practices. Um, tomorrow, of course, the uh, the uh, belt bowl is over at the stadium, so the, uh, the Panthers will... Will be, um, I don't want to say distracted by that, but uh, you know it's always uh, uh, an interesting time when the Belt is in town and the Panthers are there as well. So uh, their day may be sped up a little bit. They'll probably have an earlier practice uh, than normal, uh, and open locker room will be uh, as well uh, a little bit earlier. So uh, certainly, no doubt, the Panthers are going to be hurting as they go into this game. But um, you know, this is really a meaningless game. It means absolutely nothing for them. Though they will, you know, regardless of what Ron Burris says, they will be looking to see what some of these younger players can do. Um, yeah, they want to win the football game, but they also want to see what some of these guys can do. And I think there are a lot of question marks heading into the off season. And we'll get this into this. Uh, as we move along with, with, with some of our shows as we start looking towards the offseason. But a lot of decisions. Here are some of them. Okay, Coney Ealy, number one, is, um, is, is a guy that you thought, and we all thought that was going to be a breakout pass rushing defensive end for the Panthers this year. Did not, did not play well this season in terms of matching what he did in the Super Bowl. Uh, honestly, yeah, didn't even really come close to it. And uh, was sort of a disappointment, so they got to decide what to do. Their defensive end, uh, Kwan Short, defensive tackle, um, played well at times. Didn't play well at other times. Disappeared early in the season, and uh, you know that was a big part of their their one and five start that he didn't play up to his uh, 
his capability. And um, so you got to make a big, big decision on him because he's an unrestricted free agent. Do you put the franchise tag on him? Do you put it on KK? Or do you, uh, do you let him walk in free agency because he's going to be asking for around $16 million a year? You know, Fletcher Cox last year, uh, $17 million a year. Whew, that's a lot of money to tie up in a defensive tackle. You know, it just is. It's a lot of money to do it. So those are two decisions. Uh, fullback Mike uh, Tolbert, do the Panthers stay with him or look for a younger option there? Uh, Jonathan Stewart at running back, turned 31. I don't think there's a decision. I think that he's definitely back next year, no doubt about it, uh, especially the way the, the salary cap works out. But, um, you know, other decisions. Left tackle, what do you do with Michael Orr, uh, who has uh, been sidelined since the, after the third game of the season. Only played three games this year. He's been sidelined with a concussion. So, you know, Michael Orr is somebody you got to look at. And uh, left tackle position in general. Uh, right tackle, Mike Remmers. Is he your guy? Do you still feel comfortable with him at your right tackle spot? And then you got to uh, look at center as well. Ryan Khalil is um, not getting any younger, um, you know, missing the latter part of the season with a shoulder injury. Uh, so there are just a handful of of the many things that you got to discuss this year. I think one thing that they did find out is that their secondary is pretty decent. Uh, Daryl Worley and um, James Bradbury, those guys can cover people. It's going to take some time. Still still learning. Young, young players. But um, definitely that is something that, you know, the Panthers uh, have to be happy about, the cornerbacks and how they've grown. But, um, you know, you, you... Safety is an issue, possibly, that you may want to address with uh, Trey Boston if you want to get more of a playmaker back there. So there are some issues. Wide receiver is another one you can look at. And, uh, you know, some people will say quarterback. No, 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 no. Don't get on that kick. Cam Newton just signed a $103 million contract. Uh, He did it two years ago. Still got a lot of money left on that deal. They aren't. Uh, they aren't getting rid of Cam Newton. That would be disaster. You don't do that because the guy had a down year and a down year that was at least in some part related to the offensive line that was in front of him. You can't deny that. You know the poor play of the offensive line certainly affected Cam Newton's play, but. Cam Newton did not play well. There's no doubt about it. He had a he had a down season. Last year, 35 touchdown passes and 10 interceptions. This year, 18 touchdown passes, 11 interceptions. Not good. That's that's what we call drop off. Unwanted drop off, and there was plenty of it. And not just in Cam Newton, but all around. The offensive line had uh, something to do with that. The wide receivers who dropped a lot of passes. Made some mistakes running routes. Didn't make enough big plays. Didn't stretch the field as much as you want. All of those, all of those positions. I'm sure we'll we'll get a look see here this offseason from Panthers general manager Dave Gettleman as Panthers look to rebound from a six and nine season as of now, and uh, a season in which they will not go to the postseason. But uh, just uh, we reached the end of this uh, podcast. Like, thank you all for listening to the Lockdown Pan- Panthers podcast. 
with your host Steve Reed. We will be back here again tomorrow to talk more Panthers uh, as they head into the season finale against the NFC South rival Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, always an interesting game when these two meet. But uh, thank you all for listening, and I uh, appreciate your time and your support for the show throughout the year. Please tell your friends about the Locked on Panthers podcast, the only place where you can come get every day uh, 20 minutes of Carolina Panthers news. Thanks, you all, for listening, and we'll talk at you again tomorrow. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.